Hi, thanks for listening to the It's Not Just One Thing podcast series from Physio My Dog. I'm Harriet KitKat and I'm from Physio My Dog. I'm a vet physiotherapist specialising in dogs, but I'm also a dog owner myself and I'm also incredibly nosy and interested in knowing more and more about what we can do as dog owners, but also as therapists as to what we can do to help dogs. So I hope you find this series useful. Is that you don't have so much with dogs with horses is that selling on yeah so yeah. obviously we've had lockdown and there's been a heck of a lot of um covid pups and people had the, the dogs uh, same with horses the horse market the dog market the bird market i think most animal markets went through the route mm. and people went out and bought all these animals and they had probably great lives for the first six months and then things start going back to normal yeah. and these animals are, you know, it's a challenge now. Yeah. It's much more of a challenge for the owners and, and, and maybe financial changes and domestic changes, etc. But with generally with dogs, they'll stay in one home. Yeah. Generally. Yes. Generally. Yeah. yeah. Um, more often than not. More often yeah. than not. I mean, a lot of my clients have got rescue dogs. I'm yeah. sure yours are the same. But, yeah. you know, they would never think of rehoming yeah. or putting their dog up for sale. Yeah. But with horses, yeah. the horse has, like, could have six, seven owners in its life. I know. That's crazy, isn't it? It is. So, uh, and be and have no control and no choice over that. So, mm. if you think about the, the pony club ponies, so the ones that are ridden by children, you're looking at a year, 18 months tops per per pony per child yeah so if they are seriously into their riding you know they could be they could get through five six horses in their teens yeah you know that's it, it but what's quite interesting about all of that is and when i think about the history of that animal so that horse for instance mm. so say it has got has had say for argument's sake six different owners in its lifetime mm. then that's you know how much is it going to be passed on you know of that of the history the physical history yeah. so people are probably listening to this and realizing actually there's a quite a lot that goes into physiotherapy well as in our approach to it because this is how we think we're not just thinking is this dog or is this horse moving and feeling well we have to think about that whole history yeah. and that whole that whole lifetime that that mm. dog or that horse has had so with horses i suppose it must be you have to pay even more of a detective if you if you know you get a sense that there's something that's not quite right but if you don't know the lifetime of that horse mm, then which quite often you don't yeah whereas you know if you've had a puppy or had a dog from a puppy and maybe they get to i don't know three or four years old and there's something that's niggling you know you might say to the owner oh did anything happen say it's its back right leg or something they'll be like oh yeah i remember once that you know he got his leg down a rabbit hole or something and we thought maybe there was an injury like cruise ship probably would be an obvious one there but um but you know whatever happened and it maybe kind of cope with it okay but you know that history yeah whereas if a horse has been to all those different places you haven't got that level of detail no absolutely so you'll have a a pony for example that you'll go and see and it's tight and it's and it, it's tight in its back and it looks like a saddle issue and you'll say to the owner let's have a look at the saddle the saddle looks right but it could have been the saddle before. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's all sorts of things. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got to be quite careful with the ones that are passed around. Um, 
and also quite often they're passed around because of behavioural issues mm. and quite often the behaviour is the horse actually giving information yeah so um, when we talk about behaviour so behaviour is everything good behaviour bad behaviour but if it's unwanted behaviour so mm. I don't like to call it bad behaviour yeah. but if it's unwanted behaviour because the horse doesn't know it's bad no it's just that we don't want and, it and, yeah exactly yeah. and it might not even be bad behaviour yeah. it might just be actually communication which yeah. is generally what it is yeah. so it's unwanted undesirable behaviour for the owner mm. is um, well is that horse trying to communicate what is that horse trying to say yeah. and, and you quite often you will have have horses that have got these undesired behaviors and dogs too that have undesired behaviors and we've both got rescue dogs yeah. and we've got behaviors undesired behaviors from them yeah. that we cope with and live and learn with every mm. day and we don't know all the past behind them but we just see that as communication so yeah. we're seeing that as information okay so this is you know cricket my rescue she is quite high maintenance she's very big personality quite independent very um prey driven and she's tricky to manage at times and so i have to work a different way with her than i work with the labs and you know with yeah. ziggy my lab and buddy my springer door it's completely different mm. she's a completely different individual yeah. her triggers are different yeah the way we she reacts is different and so as a therapist i need to be aware of that and modify my treatment plan if I was going in yeah. to see her yeah it to suit her it's exactly the same with the horses that's exactly the same do you see um am I right in thinking that you see more horses than you see dogs as a as a physiotherapist yes yeah so it might be slightly this might be slightly an unfair question but would you say that there's more unwanted or whatever word you want to call it in horses than there are in dogs do you behavior think, yeah I don't know actually yeah. I I think um because there's almost more of a reason that horses would have yeah. more issues than I think that's the dogs. difference. I think there's more of a reason. So is there is there more unwanted? I don't know. We have we have because reactive dogs. There's a lot of reactive yeah. dogs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> probably, probably that you you yeah probably because of the the, the ridden work and the mechanics. <laughs> and some horses are treated as just machines they're just tools to do a job yeah and they are literally uh, you know picked up tax put on them the tack doesn't fit but no one really cares they've learned helplessness learned helplessness is a huge issue with our horses yeah it is with dogs too so I've just explain them. what learn helplessness is so, so learn helplessness is basically when the animal stops trying yeah so they just literally give up yeah and there's no so I quite you know, I quite like argumentative children. Because <laughs> they've got character. Yeah, exactly. I was quite argumentative. And um, <clears throat> that's bad, isn't it? I wasn't that argumentative. But I quite like, yeah, I like a character. Yeah. I, like, I like somebody to be a bit cheeky. I mm. like a cheeky dog. Mm. I like a cheeky horse. Yeah. I like a personality. I like a character. I like to see uh, a little bit of personality, mm. basically. I want to see the individual and sometimes you'll go and see a horse this is definitely more so than dogs but then again I think as a physio would we be called out to the learned help I don't know anyway yeah. um I go out and see a horse and it's shut down so it's 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 you can do anything to mm. that horse mm. and you know it's just stood there yeah 
kind of just giving in. It's yeah. giving in. There's no, there's no glow in the eye. There's the, the, it's just happy to. It's just dull. It's a dull being. Yeah. And that's learned helplessness because they've given up. They've yeah. given up. There's no choice. Yeah. They have no. If you think about our animals, and I don't want to rant on about this too much because we we will be going over our hour, but the lack of choice we give them yeah. is huge. Yeah. And if people could just give them one choice every day yeah. that would be so cool you yeah. know so we choose their names we choose where they live we choose where they go we choose where they don't go we choose who they play with we choose who they who they don't play with yeah we choose what they eat we choose what they wear do yeah. you know you yeah. know it's yeah. like we choose everything yeah. we are controlling this whole being's world mm. and when that is quite negative forceful you know the animal they can try and fight yeah they can try and flee they can try and, but what happens is generally they end up freezing and then they end up in, mm. you know, learn helplessness. Yeah. And we do see that a lot in horses. And I will see that, I'll, I see that with my clients, some of my clients will say they're so well behaved. Yeah. And they're not well behaved, yeah. they're, they're just, just shut get, down. Yeah. I don't see that, I, I don't think I've ever treated a dog that has that learned helplessness. I don't think I've ever, I can't think of one. I mean, Baxter, who say is our rescue, he is reactive to things and so we blocked out the boot of our car to stop him looking out because it was just sending him over threshold far 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 too quickly so he's kind of learned i suppose that helplessness and the fact that he doesn't really even though he if he finds a gap in the hole he'll in the, in the boot of the um in the windscreen then he'll try and have a look out but generally he tends to sit down in the boot of the car now because he knows he can't see out so that's kind of like a learnt helplessness in some ways it is in yeah i think you i love you for this because i remember you speaking to me about this before <laughs> and me going oh my god harriet you provide so much enrichment for baxter <laughs> he is like if i was going to be a dog in a home i'd be baxter <laughs> because this dog has the best life you hire like your secure parks he has dates with his mates <laughs> you know it, it's like he is an amazing life and I actually I think you ought to flip that and look at it another way so you said when he sits in the boot of the car and he can see stuff he goes over threshold yeah so are you encouraging that helplessness or are you lowering his threshold well exactly I be, I'm only using that a, I know but I'm using a, that as an example of how helplessness can be it's I, not yeah. when it's just shut down it doesn't have to be shouting shouted at beaten yes. at and everything yeah. else it can be subtle yes and I get you yeah and, and I suppose if you look at it it's a very subtle <laughs> <laughs> but in the grand scheme of Baxter's life oh I know he, <laughs> you know this this dog is like yeah Steve's probably thinking oh my god Harriet I can't believe you he won't listen to this hopefully <laughs> <laughs> it is the most enriched dog ever so i'd like all my clients and myself i try to do this with my own animals and mm. as we know i have a lot <laughs> to give them and I'm, I'm actually very poor with my sheep at the moment they're, they're my neglected flock but everybody i mean they have a wonderful life but i haven't i haven't spread the enrichment plan yet to the flock but i try and give an enrichment activity to every animal individual bar the sheep i'm working on it every day yeah and that can be as simple as a frozen kong yeah it can be a treat search in the garden yeah. and i do that not a frozen kong for the horses but it could be a treasure hunt for the horses yeah. you know we we save all the cardboard boxes and fill them up with bits of carrot and stuff and chuck them in the field let them trash it you know it could be that we do different piles of hay in a different area mm. you, you know you might put a scent rag out you know all sorts of stuff just one thing a day yeah that's 
individual and it's a bit of enrichment, a bit of choice. But also bringing it back to physio, yeah, in that sorry. you can actually use no, but this you is can. a yeah, but you can use part of this enrichment as part of the physio's kind of homework and that we is. give to it give is. to owners. It's I mean, part of our homework. Definitely. I mean, another like easy one that people can do is like if they're walking their dog and if they happen to be on a lead, then let them sniff. I yeah. mean, you know, that's giving them a choice. They're and not... don't you find when you when you're driving and you go and you see the dogs people trying to sniff and they're dragging them, aren't yeah. they? And you're, I, 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 want to, I want to wind my window down and go, you fucking assholes, let <laughs> them bloody sniff. And I'm like, no, you're a professional. You wouldn't say that. And um, beep, beep, that's, that's where we were. But you, but you do, yeah. don't you? It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I you watch it and they, I'm like, they just want oh to my God, your yeah. dog would love you so much more. Yeah. Just let them sniff. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they pee up that and 20 other people have peed. But yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that's oh. a really easy one for people to do from an enrichment perspective. But as so I say, easy. when it comes to doing some of the physio homework, then enrichment can be just play a massive part in that. It's a real kind of like double-edged, not double-edged, yeah. that's not the right word. No, it's a, it's a real um, double partnership. Win. Yeah, win-win. It's a win-win. It? And, you know, I use snuffle mats an awful lot, so I have quite a reactive dog. Um, on my books that I, when I when I went so I, again we do the whole phone call how, you know everything and she went well you won't be able to touch her yeah. I'm like oh here we go yeah. great fun <laughs> yeah. um, and again you know that's quite tricky because when some like I've had it with horses oh she'll kick you yeah. you're all automatically thinking are they going to kick me? Are they going to bite me? Yeah. You know, and, and, and we've got to try and manage that, yeah. our feelings, because our, we don't want our heart rate to get up because yeah. the animals They'll can pick up it. on that. Yeah. yeah, so so and I know you've worked with a lot of reactive dogs, but um, yeah, so it's kind of hard. So you go in with that yeah. big breath, everything's fine. And so with this particular dog, we've used snuffle mats and chicken. Well, that I'm the, I am that dog's favourite person yeah. because the only time that she gets chicken... And is when she has the physio. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's you, you do you do think you save that 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 food reward becomes when the physio comes or when you do your exercises. Yeah. And we bring in enrichment in it so yeah. that physio exercises become fun yes. and become doable. And this dog now asks the owner will message me and say she asks every evening to do her physio exercises. Oh, and just, and yeah, yeah because so she's cute. she she absolutely loves it. I love so that. she seeks it out yeah. now because we've. And it's all enriching. Yeah. It's enriching to her mentally. Yeah. And whilst she's being enriched mentally, then we can do the exercises yeah. that I prescribe. Exactly. And also, it doesn't have to be necessarily even with dogs who maybe are reactive or responsive to certain situations. It can be, you know, a, a dog that's just had spinal surgery and is learning to walk again, you yeah. know, a paralysed dog. And so you can, you know, I've used with clients, you know, a licky mat on the wall or on a bit of, you know, on a raised sort of, platform of some sort and literally we're just wanting that dog to stand you yeah. know so a licking mat can be used for something like that so it's not because we don't want them to do something it's just we want to try and make standing which let's face it isn't the most exciting things to be doing but actually you're then making standing up actually a little bit more interesting yeah you know yeah. and actually that in itself is physio it is so it can be done in so many different yeah. ways there is a, it's a massive broad spectrum the physio word is a massive broad spectrum because it is we, we want to look at the physical side, but we also want to look at the mental side. We want to look at the sensory side. We want to look at so many aspects mm. where that animal sleeps. That's, yeah. you know, where it eats, what it eats, everything. It's that it is an individual program. And then because we, we are still learning and evolving as individuals and as therapists ourselves, and our interests are in behavior and enrichment, 
what I love is that we can bring that into the package yeah, for that animal. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, it, it kind of just makes that animal's life richer. Yeah, and they don't um, have to miss out. I mean, again, I've had this conversation many times recently, actually, in the last couple of weeks with different owners where dogs have, um, you know, have big mobility restrictions because of either injury or um, uh, surgery, which they're recovering from, what have you. And, you know, owners sort of you know they're told you know strict rest and then you know gradual in uh, gradual physio it can be really depressing for dogs and i remember that with with jensen and i i look back and i think oh i wish i'd done so much more enrichment with him when he was recovering from his but anyway but to the here and now um you know again i had this conversation with an owner this morning because they're just about to go on holiday and they want to be able to go to the beach but the dog is you know she's still recovering from um from the you know her from her injury and I said well look you can still take I mean luckily she's a small dog I said you can still take her you know you can either carry her or we you can get like a doggy push chair or doggy stroller which I know some people are a bit about but actually these are really practical tools because it means that your dog can still go with you mm. can still have that experience of not being left at home or left in an environment and missing out they can still I so you can go to the beach and you can do your little bit of physio you know, she's got five or six different physio exercises she can do I said look you can do this on the beach yeah you know it yeah. doesn't have to be in your front room it doesn't have to be in your back garden mm. you know there's a park across the road as long as it's um, you know it's not going to get knocked over by a load of dogs coming running through or you know kids going to be knocking them over your dog can still go out mm. and go to all those places and do all those things it's just you're just controlling you're keeping them safe ultimately. Yes, yeah but it doesn't mean that they have to miss out they can still sniff the air watch the world go by be with you mm. you know so physio can be it can be yes it can be sitting in in um, in the kitchen or in the back room or in the garden doing 10 repetitions of a certain thing that's some maybe some 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 things that people get prescribed but that's not really what we're well I, I can't really speak for you but I know I know it's not what you're about it's about look let's try and get that dog moving and feeling better as soon as possible but also not making it a hard slog I don't mm. want it to be it's physio time you know these things can be part of that day-to-day -day routine yeah. for the dog I think I think um, you want it to be fun and interactive and being creative is really helpful mm. and I think again if it's if it's drilled and if you have to do physio time I think physio time is actually quite nice when you said it. If it's playtime, if, play time, if it's playtime, yeah. which is what we try yes. and make it. But if it, yeah, if it's, it's not like you will do ten yeah, reps, you exactly. will do well, six to seven. And, and unfortunately, sometimes that's what people do prescribe, and sometimes that's what owners think they have to do. Yeah, and, it doesn't have to and, be and, like no, that. No, it doesn't have to. And and it, you, sh the the really important thing is that animals have mental health too. Yes. And and yes. if the, if we can if we can enhance their physical health we can enhance their mental yes. health and we can marry the two together yeah. we have to be creative yeah we have to be on the ball we are yeah. always learning aren't yeah we? absolutely and, and bouncing ideas off each other and mm. what like, what we've said right at the beginning of this recording what works for one dog what works for one horse yeah. will not work for another yeah. we have energy conservers in our in our dogs and horses and we'll have you know quite explosive animals uh, you know the spectrum is massive mm. you know i'll have you know, your sleepy, quiet labs that are doom, 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 doom. Yeah. But then you'll have a bouncy, crazy lab. You yeah. know, that you can't even yeah. be... It, you can't not, make any assumptions. <clears throat> no, no, you really can't. And it's exactly the same with the horses. Mm. You know, people will say, oh, typical X racer. 
well what is a typical x-ray yeah. because i know some that are amazing and i know some that are quite physically broken and some that are quite mentally broken mm. you know so it's it's individual yes. and i think that's really really important and we need to up our game as therapists and i think as owners of animals i if i need to go and pull in an expert i, I want i want to be able to quiz them yeah. i want them to be the best that they can be yeah for my animal. Yeah, knowing that everything everything is with all of the right intentions yeah. and you're working together because as I say, you can have an injury, you can have a cruciate ligament, such a common, unfortunately, such a common injury that you see on, on, on dogs. Um, but the, the rehab plan that I'll put together for one cruciate ligament situation is gonna be completely yeah. different to another one. And yet, you know, it, it, it's not like, oh, here's the rehab for cruciate ligament. It's not, it's not like There's that. There's no set structure. No. And it's the same with the horses um, and because, and the cats, the rabbits and the tortoises. But, and the sheep. <laughs> and the sheep. And the birds. And the birds. <laughs> because their environment's different. Yeah. Where they sleep's different. Where yeah. they live's different. Who they eat And what was to, their existing you know, health yeah, like? Exactly. What were they it's, like before? Yes. You know, if I broke my leg and you broke your leg, our league time of getting better is going to be completely different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's the same as if you put... I, I was chatting to a student the other day and we were talking about rehab plans and she was she's in her 20s. And I said, you know, you give me... If somebody gave me, us both, the same gym plan... Yeah six weeks time you're gonna look completely different to me you're yeah. gonna look a lot better than I am yeah. because I'm 25 yeah. years older than you yeah. it's impossible yeah. for me to yeah you know I might in another three months get there yeah <laughs> but it's impossible yeah. we've got to be realistic and I think it's about keeping it fun being realistic mm. and also trying to give those animals choice yeah choice and just, in their life but also I think understanding their age and you just mentioned it a minute ago it's like unfortunately you know dog we want our dogs we want our animals to be with us forever mm. but unfortunately you know if you take the lifespan of a dog say it's 15 you know 15 years to us I mean I can remember 15 years ago like, I mean I've been together with Steve nearly 15 years and that's like feels like no time at all do you mm. know what I mean but it's 15 years ago whereas that's a lifetime for a dog I know so how dogs age and again I think sometimes that can help people get it get it into perspective yeah. it's like you know if I'm treating maybe a nine or a ten year old dog that could be the equivalent of like seven, a dog, again because it's normally done on the side of the dog as to how you're treating old ladies but it, you, yeah, but you are <laughs> but you're treating like an 80 or 90 year old so it's I like know. you have to be realistic you know yes of course you've got the you know you there's always a, an old lady or an old man at 90 years old is running a marathon yeah, you know you're always going to yeah. get those extremes but that isn't the norm necessarily no. but that does happen and so we have to remember that we have from an expectation perspective it's like just remember how old they are once something has happened mm. because that will really help yeah i think again that's a lot to do with us as humans learning to grieve that yeah. dog uh, you know that's aging and that yeah. you know like we want to walk but we can't yeah. and, and again if, if something happens to them when they're young and that puts a real spanner in the works for their mobility future yeah. <clears throat> and maybe that's not what you had in mind yeah. and that's but you're not going to give up because no. you love your animal yeah. but that's really hard yeah it's so hard for the human to to come to terms mm. with that you know and and um, you're treating the animal in front of you yeah and it's not what was the intended always necessarily yeah. but ultimately you love your animal and you want to do the best for them and hopefully everyone that's listening kind of understands now of how 
like how much goes into physio because it isn't just a question of that we just like rock up for an hour or so we do our thing and then we take leave. our dollar yeah we, and then that's <coughs> it i mean literally if we're not treating animals then we're normally talking about them or reading about them or, or thinking about or thinking them. about them or watching a webinar about them or reading a book about i them. know this <laughs> week i've got three lectures in the evening all animal related yeah. so it is you know and even my drive home so becky and i have met um about halfway between where we live and so on my way home i'm going to be listening to a different podcast yeah you know? this, i'm the same and yeah. then but that's that's how it is so hopefully. and also i think about my clients dogs yes. and horses they keep me awake at yeah night. i know like how am i going to adjust this and yeah. i wonder how that's working yeah and how are they getting yeah on? and and i need to touch base with them and see how they're going with that and i know that was tricky last time i hope they're feeling they've got it this time you know all of that yeah we're we are constantly um in our in our heads our heads just one yeah. great big mush of, uh, of learning and evolving and thinking about our clients and working the hardest we can to be the best we can to offer that service and we can't fix it all some things aren't fixable and then it's and then it's about managing that as well yes. because you know at the end of the day there's always some good we can yes, do yes absolutely i was just about to say that there's always something like I, again i'll have this conversation going this is like there will always be something we can do yeah you know it might not be to exactly to where you maybe want to always get but ultimately there is always something we can do and so hopefully hopefully people will be understanding listening to us that we love our job don't we, we let's do face it job. we have seriously got the best job ever uh, we feel very lucky. Well, I feel very, very, I won't speak for Becky, but I feel very so <laughs> lucky that I get to do this every day. You know, it's just, it's almost like a dream come true. I never would have thought any of this, you know, a few years ago, but to do what I do now every day, I just, I don't take it for granted in one, for one moment. I just, I just love it. And um, I'd say it's a real privilege that people ask us to help, help their animals. I completely agree. And you, you are so dedicated and it's it's lovely <laughs> I, saw you. I know no i am i am and i know we bounce a lot of ideas off each other and we have a lot of fun and and it, it's great and it's great to have a buddy that's um so enthusiastic and and with it you know with, with High me five, with it. baby there you go <laughs> Well, look, my battery—I've got very little battery left on my on my iPad recording there, so and we're nearly at the hour. So I know, and sorry for my up. swearing, but I think sometimes it has to be yeah, said. Yeah, sometimes you just need a an f bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bomb it out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll put links to our contact details. If if, if anyone's listens that far and they think, oh, yes, I really want Becky to treat my horse, or yes, I really want Harriet or Becky to treat my dog, then um, you can get hold of us with the contact details we'll put on the description for this. But hopefully, that's given you an insight as to how you know how we approach um, our physio sessions, and and it's not just about the physio. As I say, we try and um, if we're not qualified or don't have the right knowledge, we will always point you in the other in another direction to get the or we'll find the information and, and give that to you yeah absolutely it, it you know your the success for your animal feeling moving better is 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 so important to us and um as i say it's a real honor to do it so and a big shout out to all our clients dogs horses yes. cats rabbits and tortoises because without them exactly they're our greatest teachers they are they? they are they're yeah. fabulous i love them all oh goodness right well all the cows have gone now we haven't got stampeded so that's cool um and yeah you know where we are if you want to get in contact with us see you later bye, bye. thanks for
for listening to the It's Not Just One Thing That Will Help Your Dog podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. If you'd like any more information about anything that we've been discussing, please contact me. You can find my website by Googling Physio My Dog. You can also look me up on Facebook and Instagram under the same name, Physio My Dog. I look forward to hearing from you.